remain standing for prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you this evening. We worship you, Lord. We thank you for the spirit of God we felt in this place this morning. But Father, we know that you are still in control this evening, and we, God, are inviting your presence to be with us even this in this evening service. Lord, that you would inhabit the praises of your people, and as the praises go up, Lord, you would let your blessings flow down. So, Father, we ask that you would just come right now, and God, begin to stir hearts and begin to stir lives up, God. Let them feel your presence as we sing these songs of Zion. Every note that is played, every song that is sung, God, every word that is spoken, let it bring glory and honor to you so that once again we could bring a product that would be pleasing unto you this evening. In Christ's holy and precious name, we pray and ask these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's remain standing for worship.
says, who am I that you are mindful of me, that you would hear me when I call. Lord, we thank you that you have plans to prosper us and not to harm us, but to give us a hope in the future. Oh, Lord, we worship you tonight.
special prayer. Um, Sister Katrina, who comes to church and sits by Sister Beulah, uh, has asked for special prayer for her mother, uh, Janice Bradwell. Uh, she is to be scheduled to have a cornea transplant uh, in the morning. Is that correct? In the morning. Uh, cornea transplant in the morning. And uh, so we want to pray for her as, as well. Also, uh, Sister Beulah's granddaughter, Summer, uh, has been battling a severe migraine headache. Uh, I've been battling that today as, as well. And so uh, we want to make sure that we mention those uh, requests to you today and uh, make mention of those uh, to the body of Christ. Uh, before we uh, segue uh, into praying, uh, is there any other requests? Maybe you didn't share them with me, but that you would like the body to be made aware of tonight, that you would like us to remember in prayer today. Are there any? Your nephew. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Oh, Tim in Ohio. Uh, Brother Dennis's nephew is battling COVID. Who else? Anybody else? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Sure. Sure. All right. All right, continue to pray for Sister Sherry's aunt who's trying to recover and <clears throat> get better to go to rehab. Pray for a lot of those battling all their sicknesses and cruds. And, uh, post-surgeries or some still recovering like Sister Sybil M. Ryan and Brother Jordy's dad. They're, they're doing well, but they're uh, still got a road to recovery a little bit. Uh, pray for them as well. Don't forget Miss Brenda uh, Frierson this prayer she's still having some infection behind the ears that she's trying to get rid of but also she has a heart cath on a Tuesday uh, that she uh, has coming up we're going to believe God that they're going to tell her that was a pointless test He's, it was all good it was all great we're going to believe God for that any others before Sister Alma's niece. All right. Sister Alma's niece in Alabama. Are there any others? All right. If not, I'm going to ask you one time, if you will, to rest on your feet. Just stand for a moment. Let's rest for a moment on our feet. <clears throat> Let's take these before the Lord and uh, make sure that uh, you pray as if you were called on. Some of these might be your request, some of these may not be your request, but they are somebody's request and they need to answer from the Lord. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Father, we come before you in the sacredness and solemnness of this hour. We petition the throne room of heaven for the requests that have been brought to our attention in this moment. God, I pray that you would be with every sickness, COVID, any kind of ailments, post-op surgery recoveries, cornea transplants, heart casts, ear infections and infections. Lord, people battling migraine headaches, people trying to get into rehab, people trying to just get healthy. Lord, there's a lot of needs. There's a God who is a supplier of all our needs, according to his riches in Christ Jesus our Lord. Father, in a few moments when we segue into the time of your word, speak to our hearts. Speak to us what your word needs to say to us. God, don't let it just fall on deaf ears, but let it fall on ears that need to hear a word from the Lord. Father, I believe you have brought the man of God for this hour to speak to us, to declare to us what thus saith the word of the Lord. So, Father, we commit this into your care. In Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And the people of God together said amen. 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 You may be seated this evening. We have a special guest. I'm going to ask Brother Calsey if he would go ahead and make his way. We have a special treat for you today. Uh, Pastor Calsey is a retired minister, but is in the process of transferring license to the Church of God. So I've asked him to share with us tonight. And, uh, bring to us the word, and so we, let's. Uh, can we give a warm welcome to Pastor Calsey tonight as well? This is yours as well. God bless you, sir. Praise the Lord. Amen. Certainly good to uh, be back here behind this pulpit one more time. I'd like to thank Brother Jonathan Vaughn for the opportunity to come and try to share the word of the Lord with you. Amen. With the service this morning, uh, 
be rather hard to top that because the presence of the Lord was here in such a rich way. And uh, Amen. If you needed something from, something from God, you could have had it, I believe, this morning if you wanted to. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, I love him tonight, and I thank him. Uh, good to see Brother Ard here tonight. Uh, uh, we go back some. I was just sitting here thinking the last... I believe the last message I preached here was his pastor's appreciation day, and uh, I was here to preach that for him. I thank him for that opportunity. Amen. Got a lot to be thankful for. Um, most all my family is in the Church of God, and Brother Jonathan has already explained to you we're in a transition, and I got a letter from Brother Art. It's up yonder <laughs> in Greenville. And different ones uh, sent them in. Me and my wife talked about it said well, this is the best we felt about a direction that we, we've been wanting to go in a long time. And uh, we thank you uh, for your prayers and for your encouragement and for your help. Praise God. But we're here tonight and hopefully uh, we're going to have some church while we're here and worship the Lord. Magnify his name. Amen. I really um, got a lot more uh, annotations in my Bible since listening to your pastor. If I keep it up, I'll have have it all marked up because uh, I'm following these series and getting all these things, trying to write them in there. And uh, my wife tells me, said, I don't know how you read your writing. You write so small. I'm trying to put it down there, and then I have to go back and squint and look at it. What did I? What does that say? You know, so... Anyhow, praise the Lord. It's uh, I love substance. I love substance. Praise God. Thank God for a man that preaches the Word of God. Um, I've decided I'm going to try to sing just a little bit. Is that all right? I believe it's going to be D, sister. D. Yeah, it's just a little song. Uh, I have decided to follow Jesus. What about you tonight? Decided to follow the Lord. I made that decision in January of 75, me and my wife both at the same time. I'm glad God saved her and me at the same time. It made it a whole lot easier for us to serve the Lord. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Oh! 
so long. Woo! I made a decision. I wish people would stand by their decisions. Glory to God, so many have backed up on their decision. But I made a decision to follow the Lord by His help and by His grace. Not by might, not by power, but by His Spirit. I've held on with somebody, praise the Lord sir. Thank you, Jesus. I'm feeling a little bit calmer. I was about nervous as a cat on a hot tin roof. And, uh, I tell you what I'm interested in is just the presence of the Lord. And if he shows up and I marvels with that, it's all right. That's what I want. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you, Brother Jonathan, for the opportunity in church. Amen. For making us feel at home. and uh, Amen. For that kindred spirit we felt. Amen. Turn in your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10. I'm not... Sometimes, uh, preachers, we we go to preach, and sometimes we get feel like we're getting mixed signals. We just don't know which one to preach, seem like. But I want to encourage the church tonight, if God will help me tonight. Hebrews chapter 10, if you will stand for the reading of the word. Let's begin reading at verse 32. But call to remembrance the former days in which, after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions. Partially while you were made a gazing stock, both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly while ye became companions of them that were so used. For you had compassion on me and my bonds and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that you have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward, we have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. For we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Brother Henry Ard, would you pray with us? Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight for your many blessings. God, we need your help, dear God, tonight. Glory to God in Jesus' holy name. Glory to God. Glory. 
Yes, Jesus. In Jesus' holy name. Help us, Lord, tonight. Do that that you would have us to do. Jesus name. Jesus' name. Yes, God, help me. In Jesus. In Jesus' holy name. Yes, Jesus. Amen and amen. Speaking tonight on the thought of this, just simply hold on a little longer. Hold on a little longer. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. I think, amen, in this day and hour that we live in, I think, and as the brother has been preaching on the second coming of God, I think we need more of that. We need to jar the consciences of men and women. Amen. In Ephesians, it says, awake and arise. Amen. Tells us to awake and arise. Praise the Lord. Wherefore, he saith, awake. Amen. Thou that sleepest, arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. There's a time, amen. I'm, people, we look around, praise the Lord, and they need to be awakened from being spiritually dead. Church, amen, I think we're on our way. I really enjoyed that service this morning. But uh, God wants to awake the church from spiritual deadness. Amen. God wants us to be alive, praise the Lord, and praising him and glorifying his name. I was looking at some scriptures about that talks about him going away and praise the Lord and coming back and uh Hallelujah, in, in, in Luke uh, chapter 19 and verse 13, we find that uh, uh, an old woman went away, and amen, and he went to get a kingdom and come back in the parable of the talents and left the talents with the servants. There's coming a day when Jesus is coming back. Would somebody praise the Lord right now? He's coming back to reckon with us. Amen. But there's something about that particular parable that he sent a letter after him, the citizens of that country, and he said, we will not have this man to reign over us. That is the most terrible place to be in is not have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. There's a rebellion, amen, against God in this world today, but it's up to us to shed the light of Jesus Christ to the lost and the dying and to let them know there's a better way. Would somebody praise the Lord tonight? There is a better way. Hallelujah. Amen. I visited one time uh, uh, when I was pastoring Quimby and I went next door to a fellow and he just bluntly told me right straight out, said he was an atheist. I'm never running anybody to declare themselves to be an atheist. Maybe you have. He said, I don't believe in no devil. I don't believe. I said, you don't believe in the devil? I don't believe in no God. Hallelujah. But I'll tell you something. One day he will believe. Whether he comes to know him on this side or on the other side, everybody's going to believe her one day because they're going to stand there before him either at the great white throne judgment. Praise the Lord. I hope to be at the beam of seat of Christ. Here, well done or receiving my rewards. And I'm going to tell you something, amen. I just don't want to get in by the skin of my teeth. Would somebody praise the Lord tonight? I want an abundance of entrance to get there. Hallelujah. 
But nevertheless, let me get there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me get there. Praise the Lord. I would like to go to a passage of Scripture. came and preached a revival for me at Quimby one time. I don't remember. Do you remember Brother Hard coming and preaching that revival? And he come from this passage of Scripture in Mark chapter 13. It says in verse 32, But of the day and the hour knoweth no man, know not the angels which are in heaven, neither Son, but the Father. Take ye heed, watch and pray, for ye know not when that time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far country who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh at even or at midnight or at the cock crowing or in the morning, lest come he suddenly he find you sleeping. There are, amen, God's left us a sacred trust. God's entrusted us with something. You know how it is to trust somebody. You don't want nobody to betray that trust if you trust in them. Amen. God wants to trust us. He's in, give us a trust. Amen. He's left us his house, and we're to look over it, and we've been trusted to take care of it. Praise the Lord. And we ought to be about our Father's business Amen. And taking care of the trust that is put in our hands. And we can't say we can't do the job because he's given us the sacred tools to do it. Would somebody praise the Lord? If you don't have the tools, you can't do the job. My, ne my, my nephew next door, he decided he's going to go buy him some tools. He comes over to me just about every time you turn around to borrow something. He always brings it back now. But he told me, he says, I'm going to tractor supply and I'm going to buy me some tools. I'm going to tell you, amen, he's tired of borrowing. Let me tell you something. I can't borrow from you what I need. I've got to get my own. Would somebody praise the Lord? I've got to get my own oil. Hallelujah. You can't have none of my oil. I can't afford to give none of it up. I want it to rub off on you, and I hope that I get a saucer full that it falls off and touches you. But, amen, you've got to get your own oil. You've got to have your own tools. If you need the Holy Ghost to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, you need to go through to your own baptism. You can't live on my praise. You can't live on what I do. You have to live on your relationship between you and God. Would somebody praise the Lord tonight? Each one of us are striving and trying to get there for yet a little while, my brother. And he shall come. They will come. He's not going to tarry. Amen. We look. We know the day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. I look around, and I see in the urgency of the time that we're living in. Amen. We know that uh, you go to Ezekiel uh, uh, chapter uh, 37, the vision of dry bones. This is uh, prophesies of a time when there'd be the physical, spiritual and physical restoration of Israel. 
That has been accomplished in, in, in most part. Amen. They're in a nation sitting there. Amen. But that wind has not yet been blown into them. Hallelujah. One of these days, hallelujah, God's going to take and bring a third of them. I've been reading in Zechariah some. A third will be tried through the fire. Amen. And my Bible tells me they're going to look upon whom they are pierced and they're going to mourn. One of these days, that nation is going to accept Jesus Christ as a nation, as Lord and Savior. Amen. The feast, seven of them. Four's are already been accomplished through to the day of Pentecost. The feast of Passover, the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of first fruits, the feast of Pentecost. The feast of trumpet finds its fulfillment. Amen. In the coming of Jesus Christ to catch his bride away. Somehow or another, I believe, church, help me right I believe we own the precipice. I believe we own the precipice of the coming of the Lord. Amen. How many of you remember Ronald Reagan telling Gorbachev, tear this wall down? November the 9th, 1989, I believe it was. There. A wall fell for more of those lost tribes to make it home. Ezekiel says, if you'll follow there, he said, take two sticks. Right on one Ephraim and right on the other one Judah and put them together. <laughs> Glory to God. God's word. He said it. It's going to happen. Praise God. And any efforts by the enemy to derail God's plan is futile. It will not happen. In fact, Psalms chapter 2, God laughs at them and has them in derision that tries to unseat his Holy One, Jesus Christ. He's here. We're going to have to reckon with him one way or the other. He's here to stay. Would somebody give God glory tonight? He's not going anywhere. He's here to stay. Praise the Lord. My brother Herman, you'd have to know him. He's, uh, I'm the more serious fella in the family. He's the jokester. He likes to cut up a lot. And I was reminded of him when he was coming home from a service somewhere. And he looked over at me in the car. It was just me and him. And he said, and he had, God had blessed him so good. Boy, I want God to bless me, don't you? Blessed him so good. He looked over at me and he said, if you could get in my body for just 30 seconds, you would never go back in yours. He was just having himself a time in the Lord. You know, I wish I could stay on that spiritual high, Brother John. I wish I could stay like I feel like that, amen, that I'm just... It's all right, Lord, you come and you take me right now. There are times I get so elated in service, amen. I even went home and said, Lord, you come and can you take me home right now? I lay in that bed and have such a good feeling it'll be all right. I don't want to leave the family, amen. Right now I got grand young, great grand young. They just come. I just got a lot in nine, eight months. I think I got three of them. Amen. I mean, my family and all. I get to thinking about them and how wonderful that is. But yet, look at what they got to deal with. This same brother of mine came over and says, you know what? He said, we should have been born several years ago. We could have done been through this and we wouldn't have to see what's coming down upon us. Amen. Our freedoms are being 
uh, messed with. Glory to God. And immorality is on a high. In fact, we went to see a missionary over at uh, Brother Kyle's church. And, and, and he was preaching. He says, you know, and he, he says, you know I'm black. <laughs> and he was being humorous. He says, and, and, and you know, you're white. He says, and you can't do nothing about it. That's what God chose to make you. But he went on to say, amen, that, and, and if, if you was born in the hospital, a uh, 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 boy or girl, whatever, so if you looked at the lady and said, we're in the hospital, said, when you were born, the doctor looked at you and said, you're a girl. And he says, if you ever want to change that, we're going to ask you to come up here and we're going to pray the demon out of you. Amen. This is where we are. People want to change what God has made them. In fact, men are referring to other men as their husbands and women as their wives. I never thought, one lady in one Walmart, we was there, she said, I never thought I'd live to see this day when some of these things are going on. But church is here, and we have to deal with it. The best thing I can tell you when somebody praise the Lord right now is hold on. For yet a little while, it's not going to be too long, and God's going to deliver his people Amen. Praise the Lord. But he's given us the Holy Ghost. He's given us word. We've got prayer. We've got a lot of tools in our chest that we could use if we would use them. Amen. It's getting harder and harder for us to use those tools. We're in a, seem like, in the church world today, I'm looking back, and people say, well, I've heard them say, man, look, God's the same God. He hasn't changed. And you agree with that. God has not changed. What he did yesterday, he can do today. There's nothing that he can't do. He's still healing. He's still sanctifying. He's still saving. He's still baptizing with the Holy Ghost. Amen. He's still delivering from the death. People from demons, he's still, amen. But it looks like in the church world, don't tell me we're not in the Laodicean church. And here's what they say, I'm increased with goods and I don't have need of nothing. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you what I need. I need more of Jesus Christ. I need more of God when the time is coming on. The time is running down. The time, the clock is going on. Glory, I'm just about to get happy. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Brother Ron Carpenter Sr., some of you may know him. He's, he's passed on now. I'm going to meet his reward. But I remember him telling us there are two words about time. Kairos and Kronos. One is chronological, a time. 24 hours of a day, you know, seconds, minutes. The other one does with strategic time. In the fullness of time, Christ was born. In other words, hallelujah, God deals in times. Amen. It's not like us. Amen. He's got his plan. He's got it set. Amen. Praise the Lord. And it's going to happen when he says, let it happen. Praise the Lord. 
But we can't afford to put our guard down. We can't afford, amen, to go to sleep on God. We can't afford, amen, to lose the victory. We can't afford, amen, to be in a backslidden condition. We can't afford, amen, to be lukewarm. Somebody help me right about now. We need to be on fire for God. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes I wake up in the morning, especially this week, I, after Brother Jonathan called me, I, I felt like I, a little bit my feet was put to the fire. You said, and the Lord always tells me, he said, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Amen, Brother like he does, I preach like I do. Brother Randy, I do up preach like he preaches. Brother Art, we all have a a different way to present the gospel. But yet, what matters if we present the gospel? Amen. Praise the Lord. We're told in Hebrews. Amen. We're told. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let me flip back over there. Before I leave, amen, them sacred tools, let us put them, let us use them. Prayer, waking up in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning and getting out of your bed and getting up and begin to pray. Brother Jonathan don't know this, but the day he announced that they were going to have the 21 days fast, I thought he meant start that Monday. I started on the 3rd. He kept saying, I never told nobody nothing. He said, everybody was waiting until the 30th. Amen. I was waiting for the 23rd or whatever. I said, man, not in 21 days, and I'm just giving God the praise. Man, it's the hardest thing for us to put ourselves aside to get somewhere with God. Get up 3 o'clock in the morning and get out of your bed and begin to pray. Oh, God help us. There's a song that says, early in the morning while it's still dark. I get up and pray to my God and with all of my heart. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah, while it's still dark. And I tried to go in my shop. My wife doesn't know. I don't reckon she knows because she peeks out there sometimes. She knows more about what's going on with me than what she lets on. I tried to slip away in my shop. And I'd get in there, and I remember what he said. About your prayer. Don't just say, well, Lord, you know, uh, and stumble around about what you're going to pray for. <laughs> Amen. So I try to get in there. You know, when you try to get hit away with God, the devil's going to fight you. Amen. Praise the Lord. I tried to pray sincerely. I tried to pray sincerely. Have you ever tried to do that and don't seem like that? That tool you're using is doing any good? Feel like it's stripping or something. I'm just not getting anywhere. But thank God, amen, he said, what you do in secret. Somebody help me right about now. He said, I will reward you openly. Amen. We church, you don't matter whether you feel anything. You know, I wanted to preach on praise tonight. I did for Jerry. Let me tell you something. Amen. That's why we're not winning the victory. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's why it seems like it's such a struggle for us to hold on. Amen. It's because we're not praising our way through these things. 
Where in the Bible does it say from cover to cover? You'll never find it says you've got to feel something to praise God. Somebody praise him one time. You don't have to feel one thing. But all you got to do is just look back at what he's done for you. All you got to do is just concentrate on what he's done for you. And you can just raise a hand and praise the Lord. I believe you keep that up after a while, you will begin to feel something. Hallelujah. Amen. But amen, he give us that sacred tools. And he's give us, amen, a sacred task. Watch ye therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh. Watch a sacred task. Watching is not like my bro- brother's been telling us. He, he, he says they just wanted to sit around. They wouldn't work, and, you know, and wouldn't work. They just sitting around waiting for the Lord to come. No, that ain't what he said. We're caught between attention, amen, of looking for the Lord to come, amen, and occupying till he comes. Hallelujah. He said, and apparently, occupy till I come. Occupy till I come. Hallelujah. Then he gives us a solemn warning. Amen. Let me get back over here. Praise the Lord. Now he tells us, let's appeal to hold fast. Let us hold fast a profession of our faith in verse 23 of chapter 10. Without wavering. For he is faithful that promise. I'm glad I'm serving a faithful God tonight. Amen. I haven't always been as faithful as I should be. Wish I could say. But praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When I'd come to him and ask him to forgive me, he would always restore me. Amen. But let us hold fast the profession without wavering. Let us consider one another unto love and to good works. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is. But exhorting one or more, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. At not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. I think one of the hardest things is uh, since this pandemic come in, and I don't know if this is just another tool of the devil working against a Christian in some kind of way, but Wednesday night services and Sunday night services went right out the door. In fact, there's no reason for some of them to start them back up. They stopped it, and they haven't started them back up. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know that my relationship with God Amen. Depends on my prayer life and all of these things. But God meant for us to get together and fellowship one with the other. We're to get together and encourage one another. I need to encourage you. You need to encourage me. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. In fact, James said, pray one for another that you may be healed. Would somebody praise the Lord? The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. And he said, Elijah was a man just like you and me. I was, man, that was a great man, Elijah. In fact, I was reading about him on Mount Carmel. Hallelujah. But the, one of the first things he did after the veil got through, them prophets cutting themselves letting blood rush all over him. Hallelujah. He's repaired the altar. And I still ain't got a hold of it, but let me tell you something. He built that altar on 12 stones that represented the 12 tribes of Israel. Amen. Church, we got a foundation with somebody praise the Lord. When we get back to the foundation, things will happen. Glory to God. Yes. He honored God. That's the first thing he did. Hallelujah. This is just not for one tribe. This is for all of them. There's something about that story that puzzles me, and, and probably the preacher here, he's probably. They, they, when all that was said and done, now, now there's something. There was 63 word prayer in English. And down in my in italics in my Bible said it's only 41 words in Hebrew. So Hebrew, you can say a whole lot more in Hebrew than you can in, in English. <laughs> but I can't speak Hebrew, so I have to take the English. Amen. Praise the Lord. But 41 words. But you know why? God come on the scene. Elijah didn't have to go in a corner and right then and really find a place to just hide away. He done been hiding away with God. I'm telling your church, it's coming down the pike. Trouble's on the way. And the church needs to hide away with God. Glory to God. We need to hide away. We've got to dig deep. Amen. Need to do it. These sayings of mine, and he that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I liken them to a man that dug deep and found a rock. He built that house upon the rock. And he let us know right then floods are going to come, winds are going to blow, storms are coming. But if you found it on a rock, amen, somebody praised the Lord one time. You found it on that foundation. You don't have anything to worry about. If you did your praying, amen, praise the Lord. Before the storm comes, I tell you, just hold on to God. Hold on a little longer. Help is on the way. Glory to God. Amen. Well, I'm feeling something churning inside. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But we got to hold on. We got to hold on. There's consequences for persistent sin. I, I was in, when I was pastoring Hamlet, Pentecostal Holiness Church, I had this fellow come in. And, and really, I, I didn't say a whole lot to him until I had to preach a message. He was all caught up in Jimmy Swaggart. I believe he you know, was a good man. And talking about the cross. Cross, cross, cross. But here's the gist of what he was saying. All I got to do is believe in the cross. Amen. And it don't matter what I do. I can still continue to live the lifestyle I want to live. You cannot do it. 
you cannot hide behind the cross and live in sin. Amen. And I, the Lord gave me a message from 1 John, my brother. You know I'm supposed to sin. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if you do, would somebody be thankful tonight for an advocate we have with Jesus Christ the righteous? Glory to God. He wanted to hide his sin behind that cross. Amen. No. God wants to remove your sin. He wants you to live right. Well, needless to say, he was boisterous. But when I preached that message, he decided I better go someplace else. I'd assumed that he just shaped up and got his life straightened out. Amen? But he couldn't handle the truth. Let me tell you something. Oh, boy, help me here. Let's go one other place if I can get there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to bring it down here in a minute. I'm I'm done. I'm done. Amen. Where am I at? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's turn over here. There we go. I know I've seen it somewhere. In Luke chapter 8, verse 18, he says, Take heed therefore how you hear. For whosoever hath of him shall be given, and whosoever hath not from him shall be taken even that which he seemeth to have. That word seemeth, Brother Randy, jumped right out at me. That's a dangerous thing to get down at the end of the road and to seem to have something. I don't want to pretend. I don't want to go through the motions. I don't want to come in and hallelujah, just go along. Hallelujah, just so. But somebody praise the Lord one time. I want to have the real McCoy. I want to have the goods. I don't want to seem to just have anything. Church, would you hold on just a little bit longer? Amen. Keep the goods. Don't end up at the end of this. You are in dangerous ground. Depend on what you seem to have. Those men with the talents, they sent a letter and told them, we will not have this man to reign over us. Not knowing they're going to have to reckon with Jesus sometime. And then, amen, I like what he did. The one got ten talents. He come just smiling from ear to ear. He said, look what I've done. Praise the Lord. Look what I've done for you. I think that's what, that's kind of how, it's telling us how we ought to be able to approach Jesus Christ at the end of this run. Man, Lord, I, you give me one talent, and I made ten out of them. <laughs> Glory to God. Come up smiling from here to here, and all happy and joyful. Praise the Lord. Another one comes along, you give me one. And look, Lord, I've I done five talents. I've made five. All happy, smiling from ear to ear, and everything's good except for this guy. There's one guy. He's only got one talent, and he had to look sheepishly. I just didn't do nothing for what you give me. That's kind of like uh, backing up on payday for your paycheck. Some people don't care. My wife says I'm uh, analytical. Is that the word? Analytical. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm 
careful about details. And when I do some work, it's got to. My brother's been a carpenter all his life, and he comes to my house. The other day, I've been building a porch. He says, he told my wife walking out, I wasn't even there. He said, he's a better carpenter than me because I want to fit it together. It's, I, I'm not happy with it being just so. Too many of the church people are happy with their relationship with Christ just being just so. I think we need to put it together. We need to put it together. Joints need to measure up and fit. Amen. Hallelujah. We're doing a job for God. Let's do the best job that we can. coming back so it's alright brother John for you to get on my case it's alright brother Art to get on my case because if I'm straying some hallelujah I want to know the truth even if it hurts because I'm dependent on you to tell me how to walk and how to live. Glory to God. And somebody's dependent on me to tell them how to walk and how to live. In fact, I'm the only Bible that some people ever see out there in that world. And I said it before from here. If I'm ever going to be a Christian, let me be like sister so-and-so or like brother so-and-so. Would somebody praise the Lord one time? I've decided to follow Jesus. I was studying this and restudying it and trying to read it. And a lot of people, there's some conjecture that Apostle Paul wrote Hebrews, but there's no, they're not sure. Some say it sounds more like Apollos, you know, the penmanship. There's the date, they got it down, 67 to 69 AD, but it's uncertain. But I can tell you this much, that I don't care who held the pen or the quill and the bottle of ink, but the Holy Ghost inspired it. Amen. It's been helping us from year to year and day to day and for years. And it's something that we can sink our teeth in. Hallelujah. Oh, boy. Wherefore, seeing we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Oh, boy, I have to put this in there. Let us lay aside every weight and the, and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the, rest, the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. In closing. I hope you got something out of this tonight. Hope you've been encouraged to hold on. Amen. Pray when you don't even feel like praying. Read your Bible when you don't even feel like taking time to read it. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> it tickled me when Brother Java said, when he's come up as a boy and he's reading about all these wars going, all these people getting killed and everything. He said, boy, that's better than watching TV. <laughs> that would treat, tell him what in the Bible. I was like, man, I wish I'd have started out that young. Come up in the Cordsville Pentecostal Horns Church as a little boy. Tyson Lambert was the pastor. And I was the best looking little baby boy. I was a pretty, 
baby boy. Everybody wanted to hold me. Everybody. But one day the preacher had me, Brother Tyson Lambert, and he said, this boy's going to be a preacher one day, not knowing. Me and Gail, we did everything. I was a deacon for years. She was secretary and treasurer. I lived cooking taught Sundays, adult Sunday school. I mean, we did everything. My mama, 91 years old, was teaching the Sunday school. I'm sitting there on a the bench. Have you ever sit there and you see somebody else do something? So I can do that. Oh, boy. Here come Brother Reggie Thames and said, I want you to teach the adult Sunday school class. God was doing what, you know what? I, 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 I kind of put my foot in my, I got up there, it wasn't so easy to do. But God was wanting to get me ready to stand before people. And like tonight, man, I'm telling you what, I'm as nervous as a cat on a hot tin roof. I, it's been a while since I've reached here, but, uh, you know, I, I know none of y'all going to throw tomatoes or stones or anything at me. I know y'all going to love me, amen. Well, God, you know what I'm saying? There ain't nothing to be scared about or to be worried about. But I was nervous. But they say that's the best place to be. Amen. Praise the Lord. We went to a singing one time of my brother. <laughs> and we, we used to sing together. We went to Earl's Pentecostal Church, and we were trying to sing, and the drummer, this drummer plays good. He does a good job. The guy was trying to do good, but he had us all messed up. We couldn't sing. We couldn't get in tune. He was a cramming, and, and we could not get in tune. And, and somebody actually out there said, who thought said that they could sing? You know how we felt. Herman said, he said, man, I, I knew that j they was just before pulling stones out from under the bench and throwing it at us. <laughs> Amen. Or whatever. But he, he's the one that cuts up all the time. But I'm going to tell you what. We've sung before. We've sung since then. The devil's going to try to stop you from doing anything from God. Would somebody say with me, hold on a little longer. It don't matter how it sounds, sing it unto God. No matter how it does, sing it unto God. Give God the glory. One other thing, brother, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to shut my mouth. I'm going to give you the word for the day. Have you been to the gas pump? And they got the word come up there, the word for the day. The little screen comes on and it gives you a word. You go over there, I believe it's First Chronicles, was the Psalm of David. He said, glory ye in the Lord. Go over there to... Psalms 135 says, and all through this, praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah, that word is hallow. Amen. And if you'll read that in, in the Hebrew and you'll look down through it, you come up with a word that means stultify. S-T-U-L-T-I-F-Y. It's in the dictionary. But it means be clamorously foolish. Glory to God. We was on the edge of some of that going on here this morning. Amen. People were, hallelujah. When we come up, they used to call us holy rollers, and people rolled in the floor, and amen. Church, amen. And people had the power, and people were shouting. I wonder if people are too proud. I know things should be done decently and in order, but it don't hurt once in a while with somebody to kill the fatted calf. 
But it actually means to appear to be stupid. You look up glory in Hebrew, it appears. In other words, Michael got in trouble when David danced before the Lord with all of his might. He did it unto the Lord. That's the difference. I don't come in here to put on a show, but I do come in here to shine. Would somebody praise the Lord? I want God to be seen, not me. I'm going to let that go. I want God to be seen, not me. I hope you got something out of this tonight. Praise the Lord. Would you stand to your feet, if you will? Amen. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Psalm 138. Praise the Lord with your whole heart. That means to revere and worship Him with extended hands. To revere and worship. And then you go down in the same verse tells us to praise him with singing. That's a different Hebrew word. It means to praise him with the musical instruments and voice. Another verse of scripture says, clap your hands all ye nations. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. clap your hands and don't make a noise? How do you snap your fingers and don't get to snap? How can you praise God and not make a sound? He tells us to do it. The psalmist got so elated the last chapter of Psalms. Let everything have breath. Praise the Lord. Praise Him with the dance. Praise Him with the string instruments. Praise Him. Glorify His name. Glory ye in the Lord. <laughs> Man, David sits out there Looking up them skies and all that stars. Read over there and what is it, 148? Let the moon and the stars worship him. Let the trees. Do you know a tree that has breathes? If you take a bunch of dirt and put it around it, it'll die. It's got to breathe. God's created everything. I believe everything was meant to give him glory. So we ought to give him glory. Amen. Glory. Would you glorify the Lord just for a moment? Would you raise your hands? Father, we thank you for the opportunity to praise your holy name. We lift you up, Lord, and magnify you because thou art worthy to be praised. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
I lift up your holy name. 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 Before I turn this over, Brother Jonathan, real quick, is there anybody you desire prayer? Anybody desire prayer tonight? Anybody desire prayer? All I want to let you know tonight is I love him, and I thank you for the opportunity. say we I love you Lord. Oh that's how God praise him with you. Not half hearted with all your whole heart. Woo I feel the Holy Ghost. Father we thank you today that God, that we have been reminded in this place that all we have to do is just hold on. Your word doesn't say it would be easy, but it does say that we're victorious. Your word doesn't say it wouldn't be hard, but it says we're overcomers. It doesn't say that the hill would be easy or the mountain would be easy to climb, but it does say you'll take us over. Father, I thank you today that in this moment, that this morning you spoke and we didn't have to do anything but just listen. Not that men and women weren't prepared to speak the words of the Lord today, but Lord, you do more in 30 minutes than we can do in a lifetime in our words. And God, tonight we came and we worshipped you in this place. And we were so eloquently reminded that this world is not what it used to be. And life is not as it's always trumped up to be. But the people of God have a hope that is steadfast and sure. They have an anchor that will endure. Our hope is built on nothing less than your blood and righteousness because you are Christ the solid rock upon which we stand Father we know that pandemics will eventually fall under the blood of Jesus we know marriages will succumb to the blood of Jesus we know sicknesses will bow at the feet of Jesus we know every knee will bow and every tongue will confess whether they want to or not you are Christ the Lord one day whether they say you're God on this side of heaven or they confess it before their eternal damnation is sentenced, they will one day acknowledge you're God. Father, I thank you today that your spirit has been a part of our services today. And in this moment, Lord, we commit this back to you. We realize that nothing could have been done today without the orchestration of your Holy Spirit. God, I unequivocally do not apologize for stating the fact that this is your house and your church, not mine. I'm not ashamed to admit it, nor is there any part of me that feels any inferiority to declare that this is not my place, but this is your place. 
this is not my house, this is your house. And I am not the shepherd of this house, I am just a chief under-shepherd under the great shepherd, Jesus Christ, who is the author and the finisher of this house. And Father, as we get ready here in just a moment to pray a prayer of benediction and be dismissed, let us not let the words that have been so spoken in today's services to fall on deaf ears and not continue to accomplish the task that it was outlined to do. But God, throughout this week, let us remember no matter how challenging life may be, no matter how devastating life may become at times, no matter how many darts, no matter how many arrows that the devil or the enemy of our soul shoots our way, let us hold fast to the shield of faith and stand firm and quench the fiery darts of the enemy. But when we don't know what to do, let us stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And for that, we praise you and glorify you and honor you. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, we pray. And the people of God together said, Amen. For you are, we pray our benedictory prayer. Can we honor the man of God tonight for the word that he has spoken to us today? Pastor Calsey, thank you so much for being obedient unto the Lord uh, and sharing a good reminder for us all. For those that are online as well as in-house, we have been in church today. God's been with us today. Not every day is the shout with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. Sometimes it's stillness and quietness of his voice, but I will be the first to say that we sing it around here sometimes in the form of a, of a praise chorus, but... I truly can say I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Today was worth coming to church for. It was. If it wasn't for you, it was for me. Maybe next week will be your week. I don't know. But it was a good week for me this week. For those online as well as in-house, don't forget we will have midweek Bible study at 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. Band will rehearse right afterwards uh, with uh, Sunday's set list. Uh, next Sunday morning, 10 a.m. for Sunday school. Encourage you if you're able to come to that. We have a great time. Classes are growing. God is moving. I believe we had 30. I think this morning in Sunday school, it was just so good to see so many people walking around this property and talking and laughing and sharing the joy of the Lord. That's what church should be about. We shouldn't look miserable when we come to church. If we look miserable coming to church, we sure can't expect other people to be happy to come to church. But uh, God was in this place, and then this morning I believe was 51 on our campus with a lot of people out today. Uh, sick and things like that. I think we had like 20-some people out between sickness and out of towns and things like that. So God's moving and, and the church is moving and we're going to make it uh, every step of the way. So please come uh, next Sunday and uh, Lord willing we will uh, finish uh, the third part of the of the sermon series Avoiding Spiritual Relapse and, and talking about that third component. How do you not fall back into old habits uh, after coming off a time of prayer and fasting? How do you not go back to life as it used to be? And uh, we'll share that with uh, you next uh, Sunday morning uh, as well. And uh, be back on Sunday night as well at 6 p.m. I love you. Let me pray quickly the uh, prayer of uh, blessing over you. And then I'm going to have Brother Randy Erchberger pray our benedictory prayer. Let me say and decree to you today, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lift up his countenance towards you give you the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding. 
May the words of all of our mouths and meditations of our hearts been acceptable and pleasing in your sight, our Lord, our rock, and our Redeemer. I love you. I'm praying for you. Brother Randy, would you close us out in prayer this evening? God bless you.